Hello and welcome back to another episode of Keep Going and Growing with me, your host, Neith Stone. It's great to have you listening and thanks for tuning in. I hope you're having a good day, a good week. If you're new to the pod, then welcome. This is a podcast where I talk about different topics such as mental health, mindfulness, confidence, sustainability and so much more. I'm a student at the University of Edinburgh and I make this podcast just for fun, really. I want to encourage others through this podcast to look for the positives and things and together we look for ways that we can all keep going and growing as we navigate the challenges of life but also pause to recognise the beauty in the chaos. Hello, today's episode is going to be a deep one guys, I'm not going to lie, I had wrestled with whether or not to do this episode because I was kind of concerned it might hit too deep, but I think it's going to be okay. I think it's going to be therapeutic for me to talk through this and discuss it with you. And I also hope that, you know, it'll be beneficial for you guys too. And hopefully something I say in my rambling will be useful and help you. I think that negative emotions, they're a universal feeling. We can all relate. I do believe, though, that some of us experience more negative emotions than others. And some of us are more prone to negative thought patterns. I know I'm one of those kind of people and yeah I really struggle to get out of negative thought patterns once I'm in them. I just have a tendency to be more pessimistic and look for the negatives in things and I often think I talk more about the negative things in my life than the many positive things. I just yeah I imagine a lot of you can relate to this and I wanted to talk about how we can deal with negative emotions and yeah just how we can change the narrative surrounding these emotions and thoughts. I've recently been inspired by Megan Short's new podcast where she talks about changing the narrative a lot and self-care and just self-help and yeah I recommend checking out her podcast I will link it in the show notes for the episode I just think that a lot of things in my life and how I've been feeling have inspired me to make this episode and I've just been really struggling with negative emotions lately just you know to be honest and I just got to the point where enough is enough and I can't do this anymore and I just want to find ways to help myself and to help you guys break out of these negative thought patterns that have just they can just have such a hold on us and just really negatively impact our daily lives so yeah today I'm just gonna be talking all about negative emotions changing the narrative and giving some helpful tips and advice for how we can do that as I say I just feel like this is something very current for me right now and maybe it is for you too this week's quote let July be July Let August be August and let yourself just be, even in the uncertainty. You don't have to fix everything. You don't have to solve everything. And you can still find peace and grow in the wild of changing things. I really love this quote. Bit of a longer one, but I think that it's really relevant for this episode and it's something I really want to be taking with me into this next week. And yeah, I want to be remembering this quote as I sort of cope with these negative emotions that I've been feeling and I think yeah as I say a lot of us have been feeling this and I just know from a lot of conversations I've been having with friends and family and just those people in my life that actually a lot of us are struggling with negative emotions and we each have our own things that we're going through and some people want to talk about those things some people don't but I think that the tips I'm going to give today can be applied to lots of different situations and like I say every situation is different and maybe these things won't help you but I hope that maybe you can try some of them out and I'm just being honest you know as I say I've really been struggling with negative emotions and negative thought patterns 
And I've really, this last week, been trying to make an effort to turn things around, to really change the narrative, change my perspective, and just change how I react and respond to the different things happening in my life. And I think I sometimes have a very negative outlook on things when actually things are overall pretty good. There's just maybe a few things are upsetting me and I don't want to let those things cloud my judgment and make everything feel negative. But I definitely struggle to get out of negative thought patterns. I'm a very pessimistic person, like I said, and I think it it stops me from living in the moment and actually appreciate those little things in each day that are so magical. And I've talked a lot about here on the podcast about the concept of casual magic, which I think that if you don't know that is basically just looking for the little magical moments within each day, all the little ordinary things like having a nice coffee, someone holding the door open for you, somebody smiling at you, just all these little things that happen within each day. And I think that when we're stuck in our negative thought patterns, it really stops us from appreciating those things and being in the moment and just having that gratitude for all the good things we have. Because at the end of the day, most of the things we have in our lives are good. There are always going to be a few bad things. There's always going to be some form of negative emotion, whether it's stress or anxiety or grief or low energy and motivation. There's all different things we can be feeling, but we can't always change the situations in our lives, but we can change how we respond to them, how we how we cope with those things. So that's what I want to do in this episode. So yeah, let me read the quote again. Let July be July, let August be August, and let yourself just be, even in the uncertainty. You don't have to fix everything, you don't have to solve everything, and you can still find peace and grow in the wild of changing things. And yeah, like I said, just love this quote. Uncertainty is something I think is a big struggle for a lot of us, and definitely for me, and that definitely feeds into the whole negative thought patterns, the uncertainty, the worries about the things I can't control. And I think it's really reaffirming to hear that, you know, we don't have to fix everything. You don't have to solve everything. It's not all on your shoulders. It's not all about you and your actions. And you're not you're not in charge of holding everything together. And you can find peace. And I hope I hope that today some of the tips I give you will help you do that. Book update. So I haven't really been doing that much reading. I will be honest with you guys. I hate that I'm always saying that, but anyway. I've definitely been trying to make it priority, but I'm currently reading some non-fiction stuff and that I always just find that harder to get through. I always just find, yeah, it's always a bit more of a, of a, just a difficulty to get started. And I've had a book sitting on my, like my bedside table for a while now. It's called Jars of Clay by Catherine Haddo. And I've had this book for a long time. I just haven't really had time to read it. And yeah, so it's actually a Christian book. So maybe it's not the best recommendation for everyone, but it's called Jars of Clay by Catherine Haddo. And it says like as a little tagline, peace for the anxious soul. And yeah, um, Catherine Haddo, she's a psychologist and yeah, she's obviously a Christian as well. So she talks about handling anxiety from a Christian perspective, which I personally find really helpful as I'm a Christian. And I think, yeah, seeking my security and peace in God is something that I really want to get better at doing. It's something that we're called to do as Christians. But anyway, um, that's what I'm reading. I'm a few chapters in and I'm finding it really helpful so far. Other things I've read has been, as I say, I think you can tell from the books I'm talking about that I've definitely been struggling with like anxiety and negative emotions because it's really been channeled into like, yeah, what I'm reading. I read this little booklet. It was really, really short that someone gave to me at church, actually. It's called Overcoming Anxiety. and It's by David Paulison. It's like a little booklet. 
It's by the Christian Counseling and Educational Foundation. And I've read it a few times, actually, because like I said, it's literally a tiny booklet, like 20 pages. It's very short, but it was really helpful. And on these days when I've been really struggling with negative emotions, I've just reread that little booklet and I found it really, really helpful um, because I'm someone who tends to get pretty worried about things. And so, yeah, I think that having these different things, these different resources is really helpful. And as I say, I think that I think it's clear from the things I've been reading that, yeah, I am struggling with different, different emotions. And maybe you guys are, too. And that's really why I wanted to make this episode, because I really felt like this is something that's close to my heart right now and it's something I really feel the need to talk about because I know I'm not alone in the way that I feel. But yeah, I'm trying to find practical ways to deal with those deal with those negative emotions and constructively put them into more positive things. Okay, and then life update. My future flatmates and I, we started looking at flats. I said last week that something's been a bit stressful. I think Every single student in Edinburgh is finding that stressful right now, trying to find a flat for next year. But I have faith that it's all going to work itself out. We've got a few flat viewings booked and such. So very exciting, just starting that whole process. I'm trying to view it as an exciting thing rather than a super stressful thing. Trying to change the narrative in line with this episode. Other things I've been doing, I went to this place called Ting Tai Caravan for lunch and it's honestly become like one of my favorite restaurants in Edinburgh I think there's a few of them throughout the city but yeah it's just yeah it's Thai food and I went with my friend and we had a really great time I've been twice in like the last two weeks because it's right next to campus and well one of them's right next to campus and it's just really good food I always get their like red curry and some fried rice what can I say that's just like my go-to but anyway yeah I absolutely love Thai food definitely my favorite type of food so that's been fun I've also been going for coffees with lots of friends obviously I'm going home soon for Easter and so I've just been you know making sure that I see people before I go but you know I'm, I'm coming back to Edinburgh but I'll be going home for a little while so yeah I tried out a new coffee shop actually called Fortitude which is on Newington Road very nice and I've been back to Lady in the Bear absolutely love Lady in the Bear right next to the meadows really good coffee they also do like a nice homemade lemonade and then I've also been to Peace Love and Coffee again which is on South Clerk Street and really love that all of these are sort of in the Newington area and then Black Medicine is a new one as well I've been trying to go to Black Medicine for absolutely ages it's on Drummond Street and well it's like on the corner of Drummond Street and Nicholson Street but anyway I've been trying to go for ages, but every time I've been, it's been way too busy. But this weekend, I finally got to go. I finally managed to get a seat and I got a milkshake. It was good fun. I went with a good friend and it's very cool inside, like lots of like wooden decor and carvings and such. So yeah, I've been going for lots of coffees, which I've been really enjoying. If you listen to this podcast, then you know that I love going for a good coffee, love a good coffee shop, just a good catch up. And um, yeah, so that's been that's been a lot of fun, just like seeing my friends and such going for coffees very wholesome other things I've done on Saturday morning I went for there was a talk at one of the local churches and it was all about international mission and yeah my friend was running the event so I went along and I actually really really enjoyed it like more than I was expecting to it was really interesting they had um, various different people speaking about just the topic of like being a missionary and all these different sorts of things and their experiences and training and it was really really interesting 
and yeah it was about yeah like God's international mission and how we can be a part of that and how we can be a part of that within the university and yeah it was very very cool I really enjoyed that and then Saturday night was my friend's birthday celebrations because her birthday's over Easter and people are going to be away so she wanted to do some celebrations before people left and yes we went to a place called I want to say it's Ox 184 it's in Cowgate and it was a really nice bar definitely on the pricier side but yeah it was really good fun and we were all just together and she had friends from like different parts of her life and we all just came together and it was really lovely to be able to celebrate her and her birthday and then Sunday I went to church in the morning and then I treated myself to McDonald's for lunch and I sat in Prince's Street Gardens and ate it and just there's a lovely view of the castle and there's a cool fountain and that was just very good vibes nice weather as well not too not too cold and quite bright and sunny and then in the afternoon I went to the Van Gogh Alive experience which is in Festival Square on Lothian Road and it's really really good I really enjoyed it I mean maybe like it's kind of expensive if you're not if you're not really into art and such then maybe I wouldn't recommend it just because of the price but it was really cool they do this in London so I'm sure you really know what this is but it's where they like have like screens and such and it's dark and they project like different artworks of Van Gogh onto the onto the screens. Also, sorry if you don't agree with my pronunciation. There's many different ways of pronouncing his name and I don't know how to say it. I'm going to go with Van Gogh. But yeah, that was a really cool experience. I booked that a while ago, so it was fun to actually like do it. And um, yeah, I've been looking forward to it for a while. So yeah, I would definitely recommend. I think it's just in Edinburgh all summer. So yeah, if you're into like art and such, I I also like put on a podcast while I was there because I realised I didn't really know that much about the artist. So I wanted to learn more. And actually, he has a very, very interesting story and a very sad story. But it was interesting to like listen to that podcast about him while I was there, like looking at his artwork and reading about him. So very cool, but a bit of a tragic life. Other things on Monday night, we had a dinner before the Christian Union like meeting that we have every Monday night and sadly it was the last one and it was such a nice meeting actually it was it was called like prayer and praise and we were just singing and they had like different bands alternating and we were all praying together and it was a really really great evening a great way to sort of finish up the semester and yeah but before that we had a dinner and it was a dinner where the sort of I've mentioned here before but I'm part of an impact group which is through the Christian Union and that is just a little Bible study group where we eat dinner together. We go through a Bible study, just a small group thing. We go to someone's flat. And yeah, I've been part of that this year and I've volunteered to, yeah, I get the opportunity to be to be a leader next year. So that's really exciting. So that was just a dinner to sort of get some tips and tricks and just to like pray together. And yeah, it was a good time to sort of talk through with the old leaders as now some of us are becoming new leaders. So very exciting. And yeah, I feel very grateful for that opportunity. Other things, I got my hair cut, which is very exciting. I've been looking forward to getting my hair cut for a long time. Just was ready for a change. And I don't know about you guys, but like once you know you're getting your hair cut, you literally can't stand to have it on you. I was just saying to everyone, I was like, I can't wait to get it cut. Like it had just been a long time. I went to a place called Medusa. Um, there's a few of them, but I went to one in Teviot, which is like next to the uni campus. And um, yeah, I would recommend it was a very nice experience. I love getting love getting my hair cut, to be honest. I know some people really hate it, but I really enjoy it. It's such like a nice experience, just like being pampered and such. And then Wednesday, so yesterday, it was 
going back to impact groups, it was our like impact group social because like I said, lots of us are going home for Easter and such and just being all over the country. And so, yeah, that was good fun. We just played some games and such, had some food together and really good time. So, yeah, those are the things that I've been up to. I've been having having a nice time. And if you want to see my haircut, then um, go over to the um, podcast Instagram at keepgng underscore podcast to see what what changes I, I had. Okay, so let's get into the main part of the episode. So, yeah, we're going to be talking all about negative emotions, all about changing the narrative. So, yeah, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks so much for clicking on this episode. And yeah, just sending you loads of love if this is something that you are struggling with. As I say, we all we all have negative emotions. It's a universal experience. However, some of us definitely are coping with that more than others. And yeah, and it can be really hard. So yeah, like I said, just sending you loads of love. And I hope this episode is helpful for you. So the first thing I wanted to talk about, I think, I mean, this is in no particular order. This was honestly just the the order that things came to my brain and I jotted them down as notes and now I'm just going to get into them. So yeah, no really rhyme or reason to this, just completely random. But these are just thoughts I had on how I've personally been, yeah, dealing with negative emotions and things that have helped me. And I just want to share those things with you. And the first thing is, how do we talk about things? And yeah, what experiences do you share? So let's set a little scenario here. Let's paint the picture. Let's say that you you got up early and you did your morning routine and you just had some time to like do a bit of journaling and maybe you had time to read your book. You had a nice breakfast, you know, things were going well. It was a pretty typical morning and you were able to get out of bed. And that was, that was really great because sometimes you struggle with that. And anyway, so all's going well but then yeah you get stuck in traffic on your way to uni or your way to work and you're maybe in the car or you're on the bus and now there's loads of traffic and you're going to be late and you're getting a bit stressed and those those feelings of sort of worry and yeah annoyance they're growing inside you they're building up and you're just very much on edge and yeah, it's gone from being sort of a nice slow morning to now you're actually feeling really agitated. And I can definitely, this is definitely, yeah, as I say, something I experience a lot, but I think a lot of us can relate to this. And then you get to your work or your tutorial or whatever, and yeah, you're late and you have to apologize. And then you sit down and you're all flustered and you haven't had time to sort of prepare things. You have to get out your laptop and your notes and you're just, you know, not in the best place, you know, things had started off so well in the morning, but then this little thing, just this traffic has made you late for the day. And it's really annoyed you because now you're behind with everything. The rest of the day isn't going to go to schedule as you'd planned it in your head, because now you were 10 minutes late for this, which means you're going to be 10 minutes late for the next thing. Then you're meeting that person for lunch and you're going to be 10 minutes late for that because you won't have been able to finish the thing before because you were, you were delayed. And I think it all just builds up so quickly. And at the end of the day, this is not a big thing. I think we can all recognize that. I think on the outside, we can all accept that actually being 10 minutes late for stuff and being a bit late to a meeting or whatever, it's not a big deal. It's not actually going to have any huge impact on your overall life, you know? So, but in the moment, it can feel so annoying and you're so frustrated and you've got all these negative emotions building up inside of you. And it's actually, you know, the day is not a bad day. You know, you still went and you met your friend for lunch and that was a really nice meal. You had really good conversation. Um, but actually that whole day has then been sort of tainted by 
by this, you know, arriving late at work and or at uni or wherever it was you were going. And yeah, you're a bit off schedule now. You just feel a bit off in general. You're kind of on edge. So little things that wouldn't normally annoy you start to annoy you more. And yeah, as I say, you just start to spiral into this negative thought pattern. And yeah, when actually nothing's really that wrong, but inside you're not feeling great. You're feeling pretty negative. And then you see everything in a negative light. It's like the opposite to having rose colored glasses on. You see everything, but not in a good way, but in a bad way. And it's just affecting everything else. Maybe you said something at lunch with your friend and they didn't react the way you wanted them to. Or maybe they didn't ask you about something. Or maybe your food actually was a bit underwhelming and you've been really looking forward to it. But then the thing you chose, actually, you should have chosen something else because what your friend got was much better and all these regrets. And again, not a big thing. It's not going to have a huge impact on your life. Realistically, the next day, it's not going to have made any difference what you had for lunch or whether or not your friend asked you about that thing. But in the moment when you're already in that negative thought pattern, it just everything just feels like, oh, gosh, why is the world against me? You know, I was late and now this has happened. And gosh, like I just, you know, you start to write it off as a bad day and you're frustrated and you're just not able to appreciate all the amazing things in that day, all the small things. You know, maybe you walked past some some flowers that were starting to bloom on your way to the lunch or maybe you had a really nice conversation with a friend that you bumped into in the office or just around uni I love those conversations when you just bump into someone and it's so spontaneous and you've both got a minute and you just catch up and yeah but I think you don't appreciate those things as much when you're already sort of spiraling you're like oh gosh I'm gonna be late for this and now I've got to do this I've got so much to do and oh why did that person do this and why don't they do this better and we don't stop to recognize those moments of casual magic and I think that I'm really guilty of this as well. So don't think this this is me like condemning anyone because I do this as well. And I am really conscious that I do this, but it doesn't really stop me. But it's something I'm definitely trying to work on and making this episode as part of me acknowledging that, like I said, I'm done with this. Enough is enough. I need to really work on this. I think we all get to that point where we're like, I'm sick of feeling miserable every day when actually nothing's really that wrong. Or maybe a few things have gone wrong and there's things you'd rather not be dealing with. But at the end of the day, it's going to be okay. (sighs) Yeah, I think it's so easy for us to get caught up in these things, get caught up in these negative thought patterns. And then we see everything in a negative light. And then we tell our friends, you know, you'll catch up with someone. They'll say, oh, how are you? What have you been up to? And you say, yeah, I guess I'm okay. We have this like really pessimistic way of answering people when they say, yeah, how are you? What have you been up to? well, I I guess I've been all right. I've been quite tired. I've been really busy, actually. Um, And you just start to go off like, oh, well, my car broke down and I've got to get this fixed. And oh, this person did this and we're not really speaking right now. And you start to sort of highlight all the negative things that are happening in your life. And, you know, obviously you want to share those things. This is your friend or your family or whoever it is you're speaking to. You obviously want to be honest and be like, yeah, I'm actually really struggling with this right now. But often you don't share all the amazing things that have happened. It's like, well, I actually just booked a holiday and I'm really excited about that. And I had a really nice coffee yesterday. And, oh, I went out with a friend the other night and we had a really nice meal. And, you know, you don't share all of those things. You don't share all of the good things that have been happening to you. And I think it's so, I think it's so normal, but I think we all have to sort of train ourselves not to answer in such a negative way. We get those, yeah, we have these negative tendencies to our friends and family when they ask us how we are. We just, we jump to the bad things. 
we're not sharing all those amazing experiences we've had. And I think, as I say, it's normal. I'm not I'm not condemning anyone for doing these things. I do it too. But I think it reveals a lot about you, how you speak about things, how you speak about your life, how you share your experiences. This is something that I've really been sort of challenged by since coming to university and making friends here. And I've had people say to me, Neve, you seem you do seem quite negative, like, or oh, oh Neve, things bad things always seem to be happening to you. And that's because I only talk about the bad things. I only share like, oh, I'm so irritated about this. Oh, did I tell you about that thing that annoyed me the other day? You don't, I don't say, you know, oh, I'm actually really happy. I'm really loving my course right now. Or, oh, I just made a really good friend. Or, you know, I went to a really amazing play last week. I never share those things. I just will jump to the bad things. And I guess I didn't really notice how much I was doing it until other people pointed it out to me. And then I became really aware of it. And like I say, it's something I've been really challenged by what do I talk about? How do I talk about things? How do I talk about an experience? Like the other day I went to something and it was amazing. It was a play and I had a really, really good time. I love going to the theater and yeah, the play was amazing. Everything was, it was a really good evening. However, at the end of that evening, somebody said something to me that upset me. I wasn't really very pleased with that whole, you know, what they said. But anyway, I then came away from that thinking, gosh, this was a terrible night. Like, I wish I hadn't gone. Like, now I just feel in such bad mood. But actually, overall, it had been a really good night. And this one person had said something to, like, set off that negative thought pattern. And then I'd got spiraling into that. And I'd completely forgotten about all the good parts of the night and all the good things that happened. And then I went home and my flatmates are like, oh, you know, how was it? How was it? And, you know, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I guess it was okay. This person did this. I didn't say hey actually the play was amazing the actors were amazing and I loved this bit and this bit and like the music was great and you know you don't talk about things positively you don't share the positive things that happen and then that's why my friends have this perception that you know bad things happen to me and that I was a negative person because I'm only sharing the negative things that are happening I'm not sharing all the positive things and like I say maybe this is something that others have pointed out to you or maybe they haven't but maybe it's something that you're noticing within yourself and I want to change that. I'm sure you want to change that too. We don't want to be viewed as negative people. That's not a fun a fun way to live your life. It's not a fun way to be perceived by others. And obviously, it's not about how others perceive you. But when someone else said that to me, it took someone else saying it to me for me to realise what was actually going on and to recognise that within myself. And as soon as they said that, I realised they were completely right. And I said to them, I said, actually, you know what? It's not all. It's not just that loads of bad things happen to me. It's that a normal amount of bad things happen to me and these things aren't even that bad and actually I just talk about them too much and I don't share the good things so that's something yeah that I would recommend really like challenge yourself and think how am I talking about things how do I speak about things and what experiences do I share what do I not share am I just sharing the bad experiences or am I sharing the good things as well you should obviously share bad experiences and things that you're struggling with things that are worrying you you should definitely share those things but it shouldn't be the only thing that you share Okay, so the next point, not really sure why I included this, to be honest, because I don't really have much to say about it. <laughs> but basically, the advice is just to read some books on whatever it is you're struggling with. I really don't have any examples because, like I said in the book update, most of the books I read to do with my negative emotions are Christian books. But I know that a lot of people who listen to this podcast are not Christians, but there are some really great Christian books out there. But there's also some great secular and atheist, you know, non-religious books out there as well. There's so many amazing sort of self-help and mental health books out there. As I say, I don't really know any because, yeah, I 
I'm sort of new to this. I'm sort of new to reading about this. I don't really have any specific recommendations to give you. But, you know, I will definitely, in the future, if I have some, if I find anything good, I will definitely share that with you. But, you know, do some research. Find some books you can read on whatever it is that you're struggling with. Whatever specific negative emotion. Maybe it's anger and frustration and anguish. Or maybe it's, yeah, anxiety and worrying. Or maybe it's sadness and depression or loss and grief. And I think there's so many different things we can be experiencing. And there are books out there on everything. So just go and have a little look. Go and find out what's out there. Go to a bookshop and maybe ask them for some recommendations. They're always happy to to let you know and to point you in the right direction. So, but yeah, I would definitely get some books on this. If you're someone who likes reading, books are so beneficial and you can learn so much from reading a book. So I would really recommend that as a form of yeah learning ways to cope with negative emotions and just finding out more about it the more educated you are on something the more you can sort of know about it and how to handle it and you understand it better so you understand better ways to to cope with it so yeah the next thing is to journal if you listen to this podcast, you know that I'm always recommending journaling for everything. So sorry if this sounds a bit repetitive, but journaling is just a good way to cope with any kind of emotion. But I think specifically with negative emotions, it's really amazing to get those negative things out of you. If you are keeping those things inside you, letting it build up, letting yourself spiral into negative thought patterns, it's just so hard to break out of that. But if when something bad happens, Sometimes I do this where I just get my notes page out on my phone and I'll just type down all the things I'm feeling in that moment and just how angry and upset I am about whatever's just happened and you know I don't have my journal to hand but I have my phone and I'll just type out I'm really I'm really annoyed about this and this person's really upset me and I wish this hadn't happened and I wish I didn't miss the bus and all of these things whatever it is big or small I'll get my phone out just type it out get it out of me it's no longer inside me I'm no longer carrying that I've got it out of me. I can now move on from it. I can let it go. And I think one form of journaling is where you do a kind of brain dump and you just say everything you're thinking and feeling. And I think this is so helpful for getting all that negativity out of you. You're telling someone, you know, you're writing it down, you're getting it out of you. And then you're not going to go around telling everyone about it because you've already told your journal, you've already told your phone. You don't have to, you know, wait for someone to be like, oh, are you okay? And you go, no, actually, I'm not, because this thing happened. And then you you let out all this emotion that you've been holding inside of you. And it's only going to build up and get worse. And I think that journaling is a really, like, healthy way to cope with this. And like I say, journaling can be interpreted in many different ways. It can just be typing out notes on your phone. But just getting it out and then you don't feel the need to go around telling everybody, oh, this really horrible thing happened, you know? carrying those things with you it's exhausting carrying negative emotions it really tires us out it takes so much like sort of energy to to be angry to be upset to be hurting so get those things out of you by journaling and I think journaling is also a really great way for changing the narrative this is a really practical thing you can do I'm actually just gonna grab my journal so the journal I use if you're interested I don't think I've ever actually said on here but it's called the six minute diary by pure I think is the company um it's really lovely actually it's like a nice hardback it's it's nice I got it for Christmas it's it's lovely but it's a very unique journal I've never had anything like this before before I would just have a notebook but I found that I wasn't really finding enough time to do that and it was becoming a bit of a chore 
but I wanted to make sure I was prioritizing journaling every day. So this was a great gift and I really, really love it. So each day you've got, you fill in like the day of the week, the date, and then there's different prompts for the morning and nights. There's three for each. So the morning will say, I'm grateful for dot, dot, dot. And it's got one, two, three. Then it's the next prompt. The next prompt is, this is how I'll make today great. And then there's a positive affirmation. So you would choose a positive affirmation for yourself for that day. And then there'll be a quote. So for example, this one says, all the darkness in the world cannot extinguish the light of a single candle by Francis of Assisi. So there's always nice helpful quotes to go into your day with. So that's the morning and then in the evening you have my good deed today, how I'll improve, and then finally great things I experienced today. And then similar to the gratitude part in the morning, you've got three three spaces to put the great things that you experienced that day. And this really has helped me with this idea of changing the narrative, perceiving things differently and yeah, as I say, it's just been so beneficial for me because sometimes when I'm journaling, I'll just be like, this is all the terrible things. This day was terrible. It was a bad day. This thing happened. This thing happened when realistically one little bad thing happened. And then I let that sort of cloud over the whole day. And then I perceived everything in a negative way because I was already spiraling into my negative thought pattern. And anyway, so I think this journal has been really helpful for me. You know, in the morning, often I can be feeling quite positive. I'm like, yeah, I've got a great day ahead. And I find it quite easy to be positive. However, when I get to the end of the day and I do it at night, trying to think of a good deed today and trying to think of great things I experienced today, it can be actually a lot harder because, you know, I'm weighed down by all the things that have happened that day and maybe it's been a bad day or a few bad things have happened and I've let that get to me. And, you know, we all have bad days and no matter how much you change the narrative, you're not going to be able to stop those bad days from happening. It's out of our control a lot of the time. But even on the worst days, sitting down, trying to think of three things, three great things you've experienced today, that day, I think it's such an important thing to do, to change the narrative, to not look only at it as a bad day, but be like, you know what, it was a bad day. And these things happen, but these were three small little things that happened today that actually were good, even in the midst of all the bad. I think like the next thing I just wanted to talk about was what I've been talking about throughout this, but just the fact that a bad moment in your day, a bad morning, a bad workout, traffic, it doesn't mean that it's a bad day. Just because something bad happened to you within that day does not make it a bad day. One little thing, it shouldn't have to ruin the whole day. And I know it's so easy to let these things like, yeah, just taint the whole day, but they don't have to. We we are in control of how how much we let things get to us. And this definitely takes time and training and practice. And it's something I'm still really working on. So I'm not perfect at this. Please don't think I am. That's not what I'm saying. But we are in control of our reactions. We are not in control of what happens to us. We cannot control having a bad day or not. But you can control how you perceive that, how you let that affect the rest of your day. I was listening to Megan Short's podcast, which I mentioned in the introduction to this episode, and it's linked in the show notes. And she was talking about changing the narrative. And that's sort of a big theme of her podcast. And yeah, her first episode was all about that as she sort of introduced the podcast. And yes, definitely go give that a listen. But she talked about, I can't quite, I can't quite remember where she got it from. But she was talking about this idea of we choose, we choose to let things annoy us. That's our reaction. So I think she was using the example, I think it was maybe from Diary of a CEO, which is like, 
yeah, it's a um, podcast. I think that's where she got this idea from. But it's the idea that we choose to let things that happen to us, we choose to let those things annoy us, to make us upset, to make us angry. So, you know, she was using the example of if somebody doesn't pay you on time and then you haven't got that money, all they've done is they haven't paid you, but you've chosen to let that annoy you and to let you get stressed. And yeah, the thing is, like she was explaining that they haven't actively done something to try and annoy you. They just haven't paid you and you've chosen to be annoyed by that. And I think that we have so much power over how we choose to respond to things. And yeah, I think as soon as we start to realise that and accept that, we have so much more power and we can really influence how we feel and respond and react to things. So yeah, we, we control our reactions. We don't control what happens to us, but we can control our reaction to those things. The next thing I wanted to say is sometimes, you know, I'm obviously, I'm a bit wary to recommend this as I know that, you know, it's a big thing, but, you know, if it's something you're really, really struggling with, you're just really not able to cope with these negative emotions, then I would definitely recommend looking into counselling. And there are many different ways you can do this, but I think that sometimes we just can't, we can't cope with these things on our own and we need a bit of extra help and there's nothing wrong with admitting that and, you know, I've had counselling before and I found it really helpful and you can get specific counselling for different, different issues and such, different problems, but I think that sometimes you need to acknowledge that actually you need some outside help with this and that is okay and that can be really beneficial for you and, you know, that can help you move forward if maybe you've hit, you've hit a wall and you can't go forward anymore on your own you've read the books but that's it you can't you can't implement that into your life and I think that counselling can be really helpful with this but yeah obviously counselling isn't for everyone but as I say I think that sometimes it is something that needs to be considered but you know you don't have to go to the extreme of counselling I mean counselling is a very normal thing lots of people have counselling but you may not feel that that's for you and there's different types of counselling and therapy and such but yeah if you don't want to do that Equally, you can just talk to people around you that you trust, your friends and family, those people in your life that you can trust, you can just open up to. And this can be really hard. And I think counselling is great if you don't feel that you have anyone to open up to. But if you do, if you're lucky enough to have those people around you, then definitely make the most of that and talk to them. Tell them how you're feeling. I think that talking through things can be so helpful. It can be so beneficial, so therapeutic. I'm definitely feeling that as I record this podcast that I'm working through things even as I'm giving you guys advice. I'm not even talking about the specific issue but you know I think it's just so helpful to talk things through. Get things out of your head. Same thing with the journaling thing. Don't keep it inside you. It's only going to get worse inside you. Inside your brain just spiraling around over and over and over the same thoughts. It doesn't solve anything. But talking to somebody that you trust, getting their advice and even just talking through it yourself and them just listening to you, just having someone to listen makes such a big difference. So I would really recommend this and it can help you see things more clearly and getting another side of things, getting another perspective from another person can really help you to see things more clearly. The next thing I recommend is to do a peaceful activity and a peaceful activity will look different for each person. My example would be painting. I find painting a really peaceful activity that it really helps me just to unwind, to relax and to calm negative emotions and anxious thoughts. I find that that is something that, yeah, like I say, that really helps me. And that might not be the same for you. You know, maybe you want to listen to music or a podcast or maybe, I don't know, you want to go climbing or I don't know. I just feel like 
you know, it's not about distracting yourself, but it's about something that calms those those anxious thoughts, something that calms that negative thought pattern that you've been spiraling into. And you can just sit there and you can just be at peace. And I think this can take a long time for each of us to find the activity that helps us with that. But I think you've just got to keep trying things. And yeah, I mean, another thing is, you know, exercising and going on a walk and going for a run. And I know that a lot of people really find this helpful to work through things and to deal with negative emotions and also exercise is good if you've got a lot of energy I think like anxiety and such can give you so much like restlessness and energy and you know working out can really really help and even if it's just going for a walk just exercising getting out some of that energy also if you're angry and frustrated if those are the 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 negative emotions you're dealing with I think exercise is really helpful for that because you know you're getting out as I say it gives you all this sort of unresolved energy that you need to direct towards something this anger I think, yeah, doing a bit of exercise can really help you just to get that out of you, to really think through things. It's so therapeutic. I think, yeah, equally, spending time outdoors is a really calming thing as well. And obviously, this is kind of weather dependent. But if you can, just getting outside, even if it's really cold, you have to wrap up in your scarf and hat and gloves. Just get outside, spend some time outside. And as we're moving into the spring and summer, you know, it's lovely to be able to spend more time outside when it's warmer and sunnier and brighter and take your book, read outside and maybe take your journal, sit outside, just sit in the sun, just get outside, get that fresh air, listen to the world around you, just get out into nature. And I think it can really help to ground you, just remind you of what's important, remind you where you are and to get you out of whatever that thing is, whatever that thought is that you're obsessing over It can help to really just give you some perspective, remind you of all the good things you've got going on in your life. My final piece of advice is if you're really struggling, if you're having one of those periods where, you know, you're just having those negative thought patterns, those negative tendencies, you're feeling very just down and pessimistic, I'd really recommend keeping busy and planning your time. And this might sound counterproductive because obviously you need to take time to work through whatever those emotions are and to not just keep distracting yourself and putting it off. I'm not saying to do that, but I think sometimes you're just carrying these emotions and no matter what you do, you can't get rid of them you know, you're just carrying things and it's exhausting. But I think the longer you sit and think about those things, sometimes it doesn't help. Sometimes it doesn't make things better. And what you need to do is get on with things. And you actually need to make plans. You need to see friends. You need to book that exercise class, go for a walk. You need to keep busy. You don't want to just sit there spiraling. That will just make it worse. I think if you keep busy, you keep on top of things, you stay on top of your work and You're also having social plans, seeing friends. And I think this is the best thing you can do, honestly. I think that, yeah, and when you can use those social opportunities to talk to people and say, hey, I'm actually really struggling with this right now. And just sharing that with other people. And that's so special and important. But I think, yeah, just having a good routine as well. I think having good routine to help you sort of when you wake up and maybe you've got those feelings of dread and anxiety to actually just, you know what, I have a routine. I'm just going to get on with that. I'm just going to get started with my day. I think routine is something I talk about a lot on here because it's such a helpful thing. And I think this is, yeah, can be really applicable to this area of just negative thought patterns, and negative emotions. And yeah, I think that when everything feels too much and we're in a bit of a rut and we don't know what to do, I think routine can just be really helpful to help us just keep going, keep getting through each day. And eventually those things will get better. And obviously, you know, you do have to address these things. You have to do other things I've talked about in this episode to, you know, help combat those feelings. But I think that keep doing what you need to do. 
keep yourself busy, keep making plans, keep having things to look forward to, planning out your time effectively so that you're still getting everything done because if you start to let go of things, it's only going to increase those negative emotions, those negative thoughts and feelings. So yeah, keep on top of things. Just keep trying your best, you know? You can only do your best. So just give it give give it your all, just give it your personal best and yeah, just try and keep busy, try and plan your time, try and keep doing things. Don't let your negative emotions stop you from seeing your friends, from doing your work, from doing things you enjoy. Don't remove yourself from things because you're worried or feeling negative emotions because chances are you're not going to be the only person there who is and I think that life would be a lot easier if we were all honest about these things and just said hey I'm struggling and someone else could say hey me too and then you still just have a good time together and you also get to talk through the things that you're you know you're struggling with and yeah I just I hope this episode's been helpful it was definitely a lot of rambling but yeah I definitely I definitely have found this helpful so I hope you have too. I think that I don't want to under undermine how difficult it can be to be feeling these negative things and we all feel these to different extents and you know most of the time you know we do have a reason for them they don't just come out of nowhere it's because we're struggling with stuff and stuff can be really hard and we do have bad days and changing the narrative doesn't mean you have no bad days it just means that you don't let every day be a bad day unnecessarily and we also recognise all the good and positive things in our lives. And so, yeah, I hope this was helpful. And yeah, thanks for spending this time with me. Sending you all lots of love as you hopefully implement these things into your life. And I know I will be as well. I'll be trying to do these things. So we can do this together. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and have learned something from it. Thank you so much for listening and spending a bit of time with me. I upload new episodes every Thursday. So if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you follow me on your podcast app to see my future episodes. If you have a moment, please rate and review the podcast because this would make me very happy. And go and follow me over on my social medias. My handle for both Instagram and TikTok is at keepgng underscore podcast. And you can reach me on my email, keepgoingandgrowing.podcast at gmail.com. These will all be linked in the show notes. Have a great day, a great week, stay safe, and I'll see you next week with another episode. Bye.